Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody, I want to welcome you. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, thank everybody. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on, doing all the really cool things that you do. Thanks for supporting the show. And beyond all of that, thank you for being you. Uh, I'm just so blessed right now for the many things that are showing up, the people that have said yes in an enormous way. And all of you are part of that. Uh, This is our 10th year anniversary. And next week, next week, when I will be speaking with you, it will be uh, celebrating our 10th year anniversary right at this time spot, right here. 10 years, right here, right here on this station. 10 years. (sighs) I got to take a deep breath right there. Um, but I want to thank all of you because without you, uh, it wouldn't be 10 years. Honestly, <laughs> it wouldn't be 10 minutes. Uh, so thank you. Uh, today's show for me is a very important one. And it's important for a lot of reasons. Uh, I got to understand probably um, at, a, at a real cognitive level the conversation about trust and openness Now, how did I get to understand that? Well, let me just say that through my own experience in the corporate world and what happened after downsizing, um, then, you know, this is, uh, for me, uh, a topic that is so relevant today. And, you know, my guest, Cleet Cleet, uh, Bulak, is joining me here today. Because this is about openness and trust, the secret of human relations. And I have to tell you, it is a secret, and we're going to talk about why it's a secret and what we can do and how we can go about it and do it. Um, Here's what I want to say. There are some people that say yes to their lives. There are some people that step up and decide, I'm going to take on a very, very important topic. But I'm going to do more than take it on. And this is something that Clayton and I have in common. You know, I'm going to take it on. I'm going to study it. I'm going to understand what relationships and group openness and group trust is all about. I'm going to take a look at that from a lot of different directions. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take a look at it from uh, very empirical research. I'm going to take a look at it from what it means in society and I'm going to take a look at it and, and share what I find uh, to the world. That's what my guest is doing. You know, he's joining me here today as someone that goes beyond a researcher, someone that has published numerous articles uh, on the topic, on organizations. He's talked about bullying, what that behavior looks like. Uh, he talks about dropout prevention. There are so many things that he's been he is bringing to the forefront and shining a light on. 
And today, our conversation about openness and trust, uh, the secret to human relations, it's an epic one. Because as he has discovered, and I have discovered in both of our research, we have discovered that without this, there really can't be the kind of performance that organizations, that people and families, the kinds of things that you want to evolve in your life just is not going to happen the way you think. Klee, thank you for joining us here today. I, oh, it's I'm a pleasure really honored, to be on your show. I'm honored. And uh, I want to ask you, I mean, I've just given people a snippet of, of who you are and what you've done. And oh, my gosh. The times that you've been out speaking, the awards you've received, um, the publications, the articles, the research. I could have spent the entire hour just talking about what you've done to show up in the world and shine the light on so many things. i got to ask you this. What is about you, your own life, that pointed you in this direction? Because... You know, you're talking about openness and trust. I studied the consequences of psychological contract violation. And boy, I'll tell you, those two, t- those topics, they are not for the lighthearted. No. Uh, this all started back in the 70s. Um, <clears throat> I was looking for a topic for my doctoral dissertation. <laughs> and uh, I was sent to the University of Idaho by the University of Cincinnati to be trained on interpersonal communications at, to come back to the university and train the faculty. And out there at Moscow, Idaho, um, I had eight weeks of training on interpersonal communications. And at the heart of interpersonal communications between two or more people, these two factors came up, and I thought, wow, that's my dissertation. So I did a a research on developing what is trust, what is openness, and factored into it was risk-taking. And I saw that risk-taking and openness and trust were intertwined, that if you trusted somebody, that was a risk that you were taking. If you were open to somebody, that was a risk that you were taking. So I did my research on that. And uh, I developed an instrument to measure openness and trust. Openness is two dimensions. And everything you said prior to me talking about this, I, I can relate to very well. I, everything you said is honest to God's truth. At the heart of all human relations are these two factors. Um, openness has two dimensions. One is listening and one is telling. And it's a crazy factor because someone can be 100% open on the listening dimension and closed on the telling. But more, more often, someone is 100% open on the telling dimension and closed on the listening dimension. And you, you have run into those kinds of people. We call them the bull in the china shop, you know? Yes. Um, there are a lot of people who will tell you what they think, but they don't listen. Um, so it's a it's a interesting construct openness because of those two dimensions. Trust is a fascinating um, d- uh, factor. It has five dimensions. One is a character dimension. Um, the here are four of the behaviors on a character dimension. I question other people's motives or intentions. 
I conceal my true feelings about what they do or say. I play it cool and keep my distance. And here's the critical one. I believe that they care about me. Mm. Caring, mm. It, caring is, is one of, um, in, in our book, we describe life's five basic needs. Everybody has five basic needs. You do, I do, every kid does, everybody out there has five basic needs. One of life's five basic needs is knowing that other people care about you. That's a very important need. If that need is not there, life just really isn't worth much. If you wake up one morning and realize nobody cares about you, that's an awful feeling. So caring is very important. So. Trust is that character dimension, and at the heart of the character dimension, caring is probably the most critical one. If you think somebody doesn't care about you, you aren't going to trust them. If you think they do care about you, you will trust them. Truthfulness is a second factor in the trust domain. Uh, Bill Clinton, (laughs) his truthfulness wasn't there. Uh, You think? (laughs) Uh, <clears throat> so that's an important dimension. Do you believe what other people say? Do you think they're honest? Are they telling the truth? Do, will they admit their mistakes and problems when necessary? Um, Hillary Clinton, for example, I don't think admitted the mistakes she made with the uh, Benghazi thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, her truthfulness is very much in question as well as her husband's. But, you know, there's another factor there. On ability now, ability. Bill Clinton was was very able as a president, so I think you could trust him on the ability factor. Now, President Obama, uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't think you can. The guy doesn't have ability. Uh, he's had no leadership experience, so on that factor, people aren't going to trust him. Uh, th- there are four behaviors in that one. I count on them for assistance when I have a problem. I have mm-hmm. faith in their ability, I respect their opinions, I support their ideas, decisions, and actions. And, you know, on that one, Obamacare, you know, a lot of people don't support that. So on the ability factor, his trust is very, very weak. The fourth dimension in trust is confidentiality. Uh, gossip fits into that one. Um, and I rely on them to keep a confidence. I count on them to do what they say they are going to do. Um, that's a a, uh, a very important factor. In but you see, we character, truthfulness, ability, and confidentiality. These are all trust dimensions. Mm-hmm. But you, you can trust someone on one and not on the others. Absolutely. The last, the last one is critical in a, in any organization or family or any relationship between two or more people. It's predictability. Do you know how they're going to act when you talk to them about a problem? Do you know whether they're going to consider your welfare? You know, that's, again, the caring dimension. Are they going to behave consistently regardless of the situation or your level of stress or the person? Some people will behave consistently with someone who has, um, who is high up on, on, you know, socioeconomic status, but will not behave consistently with someone who's at the low end. So 
that's an important dimension of trust as well. All well, five of the all mm-hmm. five of these dimensions are that's what constitutes trust. Um, what are your thoughts on this so far? Well, I, let, let's take a short break because I want to sure. go back to each of these individually. <clears throat> I mean, one okay. of the things that I think is so interesting, and, and I'd love to use these as a, as, as a, a, a jumping-off point. You know, it's interesting you brought up Bill Clinton because, you know, I think in your research as in mine, some of these factors set a priority and are weighted. Now, I want to talk with you about that if that's what you found. What I found was this, something very similar to you, and that is that a guy like Bill Clinton, even caught in what he was caught in, the, the factor that he cared for people carried so much weight, and you've, you've read the research on this, right? Mm-hmm. So much weight that if the guy would have came forward and said, you know what? This is what I did. It would have made an, an enormous shift in what was to happen in the next four years. But when we come back, I want to talk with you about these, not just on a political level, because I think the politics of this are just incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, because given all of the factors, even though you look at an Obama, this is a guy right now that has one of the strongest track records in politics and presidential position than we've had in a really long time. And it's interesting to look at these folks and see what happens with their legacy. What are we going to remember Bill Clinton for? Well, guess what? Post-presidential Bill Clinton gets a lot of money for being out in the world. And it's almost like amnesia has set in. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, this is one of, for me, one of my favorite topics. Openness, trust, and motivation, the secret to effective human relations and critical for effective leaders. You know why? It really is, folks. But how do these things work together? My very special guest today is going to take take us through it and help us understand how we can use this in our everyday lives. And by the way, If you see the person in front of you at the register drop a $5 bill out of his pocket, drop on the floor, are you going to stop and pick it up and hand it to him? Oh, we'll talk about that when we come back. We'll be right back with the show. Want to know what the best kept secret in access consciousness is? It's the Access Gold Club. Demanding more change and the latest and greatest, but can't always get to all the classes you desire? Let Gary and Dane come to you. Join the Gold Club, and each month you'll receive a 60-minute live call, a weekly email on the month's theme containing the latest clearings in written form, and an MP3 loop. Twice a month, receive a brand new video with Gary and Dane. How does it get any better than this? In addition to receiving a CD format of the monthly call mailed to you, you'll also enjoy a surprise bonus gift. Be in on the secret. Join today at www.isnowthetime.com slash special tips. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. 
Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Successful people accomplish what they set out to do. They make a promise and work hard to keep their word to themselves and to others. Keeping one's word is the simple idea behind a breathtakingly new way to achieve more. Keeping your word is a practice developed by Vladimir Gerasichev, a life coach and business trainer with over 20 years experience. Visit KeepYourWord.com to learn more about the transformative technique and check out the free Keep Your Word app, Keeping Your Word, Changing Your Life Forever. Tune in to the Sandy Brewer Show, getting to the heart of what matters in your life. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and experience the powerful healing voice of Dr. Sandy Brewer, one of Colin Talk Radio's most dynamic, compelling personalities. Get ready for inspiration and contagious humor and her been there, done that, no-nonsense advice to meet today's challenges. Listen and call in at 800-930-2819 for the Sandy Brewer Show. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, this is a very important conversation. Openness, trust, and motivation. The secret to effective human relations and critical for effective leaders. I want to say also, Clayton, please weigh in here. It is such an important conversation, and I love, love that you're talking about this, not just in terms of openness and trust. I, th- I think, you know, I think when Peter Covey wrote, you know, The Seven Habits, he talked about trust in the eighth habit or something. But this is the first time, you know, that I've seen someone openly come out and and say in a publication like this in the work you do that you got to put openness you got to put trust and you got to put motivation together what do the people in organizations what are the leaders what what kind of feedback have you had about this topic uh, thus far um well actually i measure this in uh old i've got well over a hundred schools that have been measured <laughs> on openness and trust in organizational culture and climate i call it that determines how effective the organization is going to be. Now, mm-hmm. openness and trust are always the lowest scores. <laughs> so levels of openness and trust do not exist mm-hmm. in 90% of organizations. People are covering their backs. They're mm-hmm. afraid someone is going to chastise them. Um, they're afraid to take risks. So their mm-hmm. levels of motivation are minimal. No, I would say 50%, not 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's what's that's why test scores in schools are in the United States are low. 
that's why productivity in many organizations is not what it what it could be. Uh, in high performing organizations, the levels of openness and trust are high, and in the schools that I've measured, less twenty five percent have fairly good levels of openness and trust. Um, the biggest factor in creating levels of openness and trust, the, if there were one thing that a person could do to improve yeah. human relations, there is um, one behavior that mm-hmm. starts developing levels of openness and trust. And what it's is so that? simple. It is listening. Mm-hmm. Listening. When people listen to what other people are saying, the trust and openness process begins. But the crazy thing is a lot of people don't listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just such a simple thing. Um, I, the, the book that I wrote on creating high-performing schools started mm-hmm. with interviewing every school district in the state of West Virginia. I got that contract in 202 to go to every school district in the state of West Virginia. I asked teachers, what do you like about your school? What don't you like about your school? I asked kids, what do you like about your school? What don't you like about your school? Listening ended up being the most important thing. They said, here, for example, the kids said, well, we like the teachers. And I said, well, what don't you like about the school? And they said, the teachers. I said, whoa, wait a minute. Why did you say that? And I said, you said you liked them. Yeah, some of them listen. They care about us. We can talk to them. I said, well, what don't you like about them? They said, well, the other ones don't listen to us. They don't care about us. They come in here, put their feet up on the desk with their cup of coffee, and they tell us, listen, guys, if you want to learn, you're going to listen to me. Mm. And it's all about us listening. They don't listen to us. We listen. We got to listen to them. So listening is a critical factor. You want to jump in here on anything? Yeah. You go right ahead. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that for a minute because um – you know, first of all, this is a recent study, and I think it's important to point that out. You know, a lot of the studies that are being quoted, and I'm sure this is your frustration as well, you know, a lot of the studies that get quoted, especially in organizational psychology and behavior, are studies that go back to 1973. And we still use those as references, especially in our literature part of our data, you know, our research. And while I think they're really important, we forget that they held a baseline for high performance. But the climate and the cultures have changed. And I agree with you. We have a world today, depending upon what schools you went to, um, we have a world today where staying connected with each other, it's not a sideline. It's a way of life. Um, Being able to stay connected, to be able to say what's on your mind, even if it is in a text message, is so part of the culture right now, and it's not just people that are, it's not just kids that are 15 to 25. You know, it's everyone now wanting to to do that. You know, if you've ever watched anybody that's texting and they're trying to tell someone something and they're not, and they send them the first text and it's short and the person doesn't understand. And then the text message comes back and there's a question mark. And then they go and they write it again. And they text their next message, and they're a little bit more information, trying to be a little bit clearer, right? It goes back. Person gets it. They don't understand it. Now comes back, and they put all these angry little faces on, right? Right? Right. 
All right, little, I don't know what they're called, the little faces. Maybe my producer can jump in here and help me. But then all of a sudden, then, then the other person writes a little bit more. Then it goes back. It's still not clear. And then comes back some other hashtag, blah, blah, blah. Now here you are, two people that haven't even had a conversation in conflict because three incidences of a text message wasn't understood. How well, the heck... You got- You've got right? the open the openness dimension here is what's what's coming into play. One person is telling, communicating by texting. Mm-hmm. The other person gets the message and maybe isn't listening to the message. So they text back, so they're telling. And yet they're telling and listening. Here's the problem with, with that iPhone communication. The yeah. telling the telling and the listening dimensions aren't working. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem. Um, there's a there's a crazy uh, thing going on here with openness and trust in human relations. Yeah. That one of life's five basic needs, I said, is caring. There's another one that a need that comes into play here, and that's control. Every person wants to have some control of what happens to their life, and when they feel like they don't have control because Levels of trust and openness aren't what they want to be. They guard. They, they control themselves so that they don't get into trouble. For example, how, how does it feel when you're in complete control? You feel very good, don't you? Mm-hmm. When, how, when, how, how do you feel when you have lost control? You feel awful. So those are two of life's five basic needs. Yeah. Everybody has a need to control, have some control. There are control freaks where they have to be in complete control. Those kind of of people you don't like being around because they're going to control you. So, uh, And we know know when we've worked for them. We know when we've been them. We we know. We know what that feels like and the frustration of that. And, you know, trapped is the word that comes to mind. Let's take a, a short break. Dr. Cleet Bulick is joining me here today. And for those of you out there, when we come back, um, well, I'm going to ask Dr. Cleet to please give us his website, Open His Trust and Motivation, The Secrets to Effective Relations for Critical uh, and, for, and Critical for Effective Leaders. When we come back, we're going to talk about what happens when others are afraid to be open and trusting with you. How does this affect organizations? And when we look at this, what has happened to motivation? How does this all fit in to how you're going to show up in the workplace today and in your lives? Well, Dr. Cleet's got the answers. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Questions and Consciousness. People just like you who want to shift and change what isn't working for them, who want to shift and change what isn't working on the planet. Questions. That's about shifting and changing whatever isn't working for you. Consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. Questions and consciousness. A telecall with like-minded people from all around the world, which gives you the place and space to ask what isn't working for you. For more information, go to questionsinconsciousness.net. That's questionsinconsciousness.net. 
Are you a health-conscious, spiritual woman who is just tired of struggling with food obsession, emotional eating, and constantly having to struggle with weight and food? You aren't alone. The secret is within us, often in releasing internal resistance and blocks to our own success. To learn how to end the war with food and your body now and find peace, go to eatlikeagoddess.com for your free audio. Break free from food obsession and lose weight without trying. That is eatlikeagoddess.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Did anyone teach you to be a parent? What if there were tools that could make your job a whole lot easier? Glenna Rice invites you to be the questionable parent you truly be in a dynamic teleseries designed to empower parents to know that they know and give you the awareness required to create ease and joy between you and your children. Check out GlennaRice.com to learn more and to book a private session. Or dial 415-235-2807. Tune in each Wednesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. Mastering the art of dream building in the real world. This hit show will inspire you to start painting the canvas of your life and bring your unique spirit and your amazingly intelligent mind together to find an incredible, practical, real-world strategy to building a life with epic results. Tune in to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Laura Longley Show, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. This is a very, very powerful show. It's powerful because, you know, both of us, uh, Dr. Clayton and, and I, have gone down the path that there aren't many people uh, in in the field willing to go down, unless, of course, maybe you're a tenured faculty member and can get this information and research it. Certainly, if you are an organizational development executive in a company, you're probably not going to get funded to explore these topics. And I don't know about you, Dr. Clay, but for me, it is a mystery as to why not. Um, But we can talk about that before we do. I know that you've developed some amazing tools. I'd love for you to be able to share with our listeners your website, how they could find out more about this before we jump into this next next level of conversation. Well, sure. It's WestGA for West Georgia. Um, WestGA.edu front slash 
tilt that little squiggly thing up in the left-hand corner of the keyboard, and C. Buach, C as in cat, B as in boy, U-L-A-C-H. That website, uh, my surveys are there on bullying, on uh, caring, on openness and trust, and on school culture and climate. Um, any one of those surveys is free. Um, so, And the research that I've done with those, those manuscripts are also on there. You can read the research that I've done with these surveys. Um, my email address is there. My resume is there. Anyone out listening is free to use whatever is there. I don't charge for that. I'm retired. Uh, I'm a consultant. Um, anybody that wants my services can give me a call, and if you can pay for it, fine. And if you can't, sometimes I come free. Mm. So, Awesome. Uh, awesome. Uh, let's take a minute and you know talk about what I mentioned before the break, right? Okay. You know, one of the things that we started to talk about was openness and trust um, and, and how that relates to motivation, not just our employers and employees, but others, our children, uh, our friends. And I wanted to go back over some of the, you know, some of the levels of openness and trust, you know, that you talked about. Um, during the break, you and I were chatting a little bit about our research and how interesting it was when we did it, I know for me. And uh, yet, I think the thing that, that you know, just caused me to, to look up and, and sort of step away from it was the realization that I had just spent eight years studying something that no organization really wanted to know about. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about what it is that we could do what needs to happen because clearly there is a light bulb that's got to go on here for people to realize wait a minute openness trust motivation they're related what did Absolutely. you find what did you find uh, as a as a causal effect of these three i mean can we put something in front of organizations and say look if you keep breaking promises you're not going to get any work out of people I mean, I'll tell me what you've discovered. Okay. Let me, let me uh, just give you the telling dimension, the, the behaviors in the telling dimension, and you just think about it for a minute. How does this affect how an organization operates? If the people in an organization, here are the behaviors under the telling dimension. I share what I think of the way they do things, the leader. I share what I think of their ideas. I share what I think of their values and beliefs. I share my feelings with them. I share my thoughts with them if I don't agree with what is being said or done. I share positive thoughts with them instead of keeping them to myself. I share constructive criticism with them instead of keeping it to myself. Now, if those things are not there, you can only imagine how dysfunctional that organization is. Mm -hmm. If the employees in the organization don't share these things, the leaders don't know what's happening. If the leaders don't know what's happening, how can they lead? You see what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. I, I mean, mean that's, <laughs> those are, that's just one dimension of openness. Mm-hmm. The listening dimension is, instead of sharing, I ask about mm-hmm. the same things. I ask them about their feelings. Do you go to your boss and say, well, how are you feeling today? How many employees do that? No, they don't. 
um, how many employees accept what the leader says and their reactions? Many of them reject them, you know. They protect themselves and don't accept what the leader is saying. Mm. That makes an organization dysfunctional as well. Um, Anyway... That that's that's the openness dimensions in an organization, and it will cause an organization to be very dysfunctional. And then you factor in the five dimensions of trust, and you know I admit my mistakes and problems when necessary. That's truthfulness dimension. How many employees admit that they have made a mistake or admit that there's a problem? They they no, guard. No. Yeah, and actually many of them, many of them, and you know this yourself, many of them see that as the kiss of death. I mean, yeah. they're trying to work in an organization, and, you know, they're walking around in a state of fear anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? They are petrified to speak up in the organization. And, you know, think about it, right? Here we yeah. are. We've got people in organizations that are, are knowing that they're going to miss a deadline, They're probably, you know, not going to make it deliverable. They're probably people out there that are looking at, um, you know, how uh, are we going to make this deliverable? It's going to cost the company millions of dollars, but they're not going to speak up. But I guess the question I have is, what is it going to take for the leadership of organizations to realize this? Um, And I think it isn't this even, doesn't this even go more global than that? I mean, we have people right now in a societal point of view, right? If we look at society, I don't know about you, but I know that for me, if I look at society and I look at mom and pop, right? You know, they're saying, oh my goodness, wait a minute. I worked for that company 40 years. Now I've worked for that company 40 years and here I sit. Now they're not going to cover me on this supplemental medical. And by the way, they're cutting my pension. I mean, it, it it is a real conundrum for us here, Doctor. It Cleet, really is. It's it breaking really down is. at levels. And honestly, come on, people, keep your promises. You know, I, one of the things I just want to say, which is kind of interesting, and we can comment this when we um, when we come back. There are facets of our population that look at our leadership, whether it's the current leadership or the past <clears throat> leadership, and they look at them, and There are factions of the population that say, yes, these people, this guy is keeping his promise to us. This is what they're doing. This guy is keeping their, this man or woman, they're keeping their promises to us. They look at that. But it's a real interesting dynamic when we bring trust into the picture and openness into the picture. Because now we're living in a society where breaking promises or changing a trust bond is becoming retroactive in a sense. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's like it's like the conversation on raising the interest rate for student loans. What? That affects me. It, you know, I, I'm, it's, it's kind of a strange thing. So how can we trust if people are changing the rules of the game, Dr. Clayton? Oh, that's a great, great topic. Well, let's hold that for when we come back from break because that's what's happening, right? Okay. There are game we'll, changers, right? We'll talk you're about in an that. organization. You think you're going to retire. I mean, you know, let's let's kind of look at this. And you don't. Now people don't expect to retire from their organizations, which means they're not going to commit to them. So right. we have this 
disconnect in the trust, mistrust, open, closed arena, promise, integrity. And I'm just so curious to see from your perspective, what the heck do we have to do to catch this before it's too late? Maybe you think it is too late. Let's take a short break. This is a big topic, everybody. Big, giant. If you want to weigh in and ask us a question, go to the drpatshow.com or transformationtalkradio.com. On the right-hand side, go ahead and ask your question. Trust and openness. Are you ready to give up, give in, or are you ready to step up and clear the pathway for a new way of learning and understanding and motivation? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Are you looking for positive answers to tough questions in your personal and professional life? On Purpose Radio with Karen Florence is a riveting show that will help you reveal your own truth and begin to live the life you've always wanted. Karen's dynamic approach to coaching people in all areas of their lives has made her one of the most sought-after coaches today. Tune in each Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific and 10 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit OnPurposeRadio.com. Have you ever considered what money and sex have in common? Brenda St. Louis, founder of Know That You Know, explores the energies of debt, money, sex, and our bodies. In her four-week intensive, Debt Into Delight, Getting Intimate With Your Digits, she tickles all those places we don't want to look at, infusing everything with exuberance. Would you be willing to have more money? Would you be willing to have more of you? Explore more of Brenda St. Louis at knowthatyouknow.com. Tune in to Peace World Radio, vibrant conversations to change the world with Christina Jans. Each second Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com and KKNW. This hit show is energetic, vibrant, and an engaging forum that's getting people talking. Christina brings you extraordinary and courageous people, bold in thought and action who dare to dream that things can be different. Peace World Radio. Join the talk the world is having. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. It's really great to have you tune us in, turn us on. For more information about us, go to the thedrpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. 
Um, I want to just mention to everybody out there, we all of our websites are being designed and redesigned. We've got some very, very cool things for you. Uh, and maybe Dr. Cleet will let us put his uh, one of his survey tools up on our new website for you guys. Uh, but I want to thank you. I want to thank you all for uh, everything that you've done. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not someone that pays attention to numbers very much because I don't do this, uh, do what I do, and neither do any of us here um, to really count listeners. But I want to thank you. We were I was pleasantly surprised to find out from Jessica uh, that there are over 2.2 million of you that simply visit our websites every month. So far this year, we've had um, close to uh, 20 million people. And so I want to thank all of you guys for what you're doing and passing the word. And thank you so much. Today's show is very important. Dr. Clay, thank you for joining us. Please give out your website again. Well, sure. It's WestGA for West Georgia. Um, WestGA.edu front slash Tilt that little squiggly thing up in the left-hand corner of the keyboard, and C. Buach, C as in cat, B as in boy, U-L-A-C-H. Website as a link um, so they could, you know, access the survey. Um, well, let's talk about um, how parents and leaders can be more effective because okay. every family out there is an organization of its own. It's a group. And whether you're a family group or a business or any church or school or what have you, the secret to having a motivated group of people is to meet their five basic needs, okay? Everybody has five basic needs. Control and caring are two of those. Life, happiness, and purpose are the other three. Now, if you're, the people in your, group, in your group, they're all alive, right? Are they happy? Mm-hmm. Do they have some control of what happens to them? And that's one of the critical factors. Do they care? Do, do they believe the leadership cares about them? Do they believe the other people in the family group care about each other? And the last one, purpose. Do the people in the group, do they have a purpose? What's their purpose? If their purpose is a paycheck, and that's the only purpose, right? you, you, you aren't going to have motivated people. If their purpose is to turn out a quality product and, you know, meet the needs of the organization, now you've got a motivated employee. So every leader has to meet the purpose, the five basic needs. But let's talk about control, for example, as one of the most critical needs. How does the leader give control to the people in the organization without giving up control? And now that's the, the interesting piece. How do you give control to people without giving it up? If you're a parent, you cannot give up control to your kids. You can't. Mm-hmm. And if you go into Walmart and you see a parent whose kid is controlling the parent, and you see them all the time, parents who have given up control, that's awful. That's an awful relationship when the parent knows They can't control their own kid. What happens when a leader gives up control? They've lost it. What happens when a teacher gives up control to the kids? They've lost it. So how do you give control to them without giving it up? That's the critical piece. How do you do it? For example, 
let's let's take a parent for example. Some parents will not give control to their kids. They control them. That's bad too. Mm. For example, let's take the controlling parent versus the one who gives control without giving it up. The controlling parent has a 17-year-old kid going out the door with the car keys, and the controlling parent says, now remember, curfew's at 1 o'clock. Make sure you're here. The one who gives control without giving it up says, son or daughter, what time do you plan on being home tonight? Giving control, hasn't given it up, and the kid says, well, I don't know. I'll, I'll come home when I feel like it. The parent takes control back and says, no, you won't. You know when curfew is. When is it? And the kid says, 1 o'clock. All right, be here at 1 o'clock. So the parent gave control but didn't give it up. When the kid didn't act the way they were supposed to, the pa- parent took it back and controlled the kid. If the kid had said, Dad, you know, curfew's at 1 o'clock, I'll be in. See how you gave control but didn't give it up? Now, in, a, in an organization, a um, per- person who gives control might go to the members of the organization and say, I would like to know what you expect of me as your leader. Here's three three-by-five cards. Tell me what you expect of me as your leader. And every employee in the organization writes down on each card one expectation they have of their leader. And the leader gets it back, and now the leader knows what the employees expect. But the leader has given control to the employees without giving it up. There are a number of techniques like that that a leader can do to give control without giving it up. How do, what, are, what are your thoughts on that, Dr. Pat? Well, I, you know, I guess I think part of what I've discovered in my life over time is that, you know, there have been organizations and places where I thought I had control. And what I've come to realize, I think, at this part of my life, um, I don't think we control much. The, the thing that I believe we do control is our free will and our, sure. our right to choose, whatever that sure. is. You know, we can choose whether we are kind or whether we are mean. Um, we could choose whether we are going to build respect and integrity and trust or not. And, you know, and I, I think that, that, you know, the conversation about openness and trust really does get back to this idea that everyone that we are in contact with has the right to choose how they're going to show up in life. And it doesn't matter if you're a housewife from Alabama or you are the uh, president or uh, the king or queen of a country. You get to show how you're going to to be in this world. Now, you know, for my friend who's a housewife in Alabama and loves what she does, is trusted by the neighborhood, um, is a fabulous mom, um, her choices in life with her children or otherwise were to make sure she showed up with the highest level of integrity that she knew how to be. So I, this is what I think. I think control is, uh, I think control at some level, it can be an illusion for so many people. And I think that's what the problem is with the leadership. You know, if we are placing so much emphasis on believing in what we control and we don't control, as you just talked about, then we're never going to allow for trust and openness to emerge because we're too stuck in our own egos of how we think things should be done as opposed to asking the people around us 
and letting the people that really know how to get the work done, done. I think we've moved away from, um, and you know this, you and I go back in time to the origins of human relations, where group dynamics and bringing people together were such, such a core essence. I mean, think about where we came from. You know, where we're a tool like 360-degree feedback could be born. Really? You know, now that tool is, you know, a tool that gets used to get rid of people. But that wasn't its original intent. So, you know, if, if there is a way for people to look at what you've done, Dr. Cleet, and say, man, we've got to bring, you know, it's not about bringing sexy back. We've got to bring trust back and really take that seriously then that would be a proactive approach. But my concern sure is that, my concern <clears throat> is like yours. We're going to work, wait till something disastrous happens, and then we're going to take action. I don't think you want that, do you? No. No. Um, and we're we're well, coming I, close to the end here. I, I yeah, I'd like that. to know what your personal message is. What I would you wanna, like to leave us I with? I want everybody out there to think about a team of horses. And I want you to think of you sitting there holding the reins. Now, if you want those horses to go and move, what are you going to do? You're going to slap, take the reins and hit them on their haunches, and then you're going to give the horses their head. You're going to give the horses control. You do not give it up. You know, and... Every every person in, in that you com, they communicate with is basically the same way. If you want them to be motivated, you've got to give them control, but you don't give it up. Just like the team of horses, it, does that make any sense to you? I totally agree. Yeah, I agree. That's, and that's the best analogy I can think of in human relations. Wherever you are, as a parent, as a leader, as a teacher, as a principal, as a minister. No matter what your role, the people around you, you cannot, you cannot, you have to give them control. At the same time, you don't give it up. Mm. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Dr. Cleet, for joining us here today. Wow. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Boy, this was a very, very big topic. And, you know, we only scratched the surface of it. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com. Transformation Talk Radio's amazing hosts span from the Pacific to the Atlantic coast with a world full of loyal fans. What's stopping you from joining our clan? Bring your powerful message to listening ears. We've been helping people do this for many years. Want to make a difference? We can help you out. Just give us at Transformation Talk Radio a shout. It's easy to get started with an email so small to host at TransformationTalkRadio.com and then we'll give you a call. Hi, my name is Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, one of those people who's always known that there should be greater possibilities available but haven't yet been able to create it as your life? I'd like to help. 
go to creatinggreaterpossibilities.com where there's a free video and audio series created especially for you. Once again, creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. It's free and it's designed to give you the actual tools that you need to create the life you've always been looking for. creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. There is not just one kind of radio show. Some shows are about health, wellness, food. Others are about helping you on your spiritual journey. Some radio shows are all about busting through and getting unstuck from the crust in your life. But the Dr. Pat Show, well, she does it all. She's been helping people in all aspects of their life now for 10 years. Her interview style, her unique personality, the amazing guests she has on her show are all factors of what makes an amazing radio show. Please join Dr. Pat in celebrating 10 extraordinary years of talk radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you for supporting us for the past 10 years. Positive Talk Radio was a vision that we've had. And thanks to all of you, you've helped us make it a reality. We are promising each and every one of you that this coming year, our 10th year anniversary, will be the best yet. For more information, please make sure you stay tuned to TransformationTalkRadio.com or TheDrPatShow.com. And remember, join me. Let's live life full out together. You are listening to Transformation Talk Radio, the home of some of the world's most inspiring talk radio hosts. Please stay tuned at the top of the hour. We will be bringing you another amazing, educational, and inspiring show to get you on the path to transforming your life. For more information about us, please visit our website, www.transformationtalkradio.com. That's www.transformationtalkradio.com. Get insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community. Transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio, that's my line. Non-stop shows, 24 hours, 7 days. Positive Talk Radio is the new craze. Learn to live your life the best you can. All hosts of TTR will lend a hand. Transform, inspire, educate, create. Tune in now, our shows are actually really great. Tell your friends, your brother, dad, and mom to tune in at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, Moon, you want to know something groovy? Yeah, Jess. What's that? Dr. Pat has been on the radio for 10 years. 10 years? Are you kidding me? That's awesome. I'll tell you what's awesome. She's bringing back the Pay It Forward campaign and Holistic Makeover to celebrate. If you want to know more or get involved, go to thedrpatshow.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thedrpatshow to get updates about everything we're doing. listening to transformation talk radio the home of some of the world's most inspiring talk radio hosts please stay tuned at the top of the hour we will be bringing you another amazing educational and inspiring show to get you on the path to transforming your life for more information about us please visit our website www.transformationtalkradio.com that's www.transformationtalkradio.com 